I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Since I'm in a position to talk to these kids and they listen, I ain't no politician, but I kick it with them a minute because see, you call me your menace, but if the shoe fits, I wear it, but if it don't, then y'all can spend it. Look, y'all can swallow the truth, grin and bear it. Now, who's the king of these rude, ludicrous, lucrative lyrics? Who could inherit the title to put the youth in hysterics? Uses music to steer it, sharing his views on marriage. Hey... And welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in La Casa Morrow um, for the last show of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. No more shows till Feedback Saturday time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we have plenty of stuff to discuss then. But I'm pretty sure we will. You know, we talked about a lot of stuff this weekend. We sure did. Flag burning. Women on juries. Fucking with black people. Fucking with black people. <laughs> Name the show, Fucking with Black People. Woke up today. People still fucking with black people. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it didn't change. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's like they don't even listen to the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, I don't think they re- really do. I really do feel like it's a game, and people are ahead. You know, people jumping up a lot of points overnight. You know, it's like, hey, I'm going to fuck with black people today. Rush Limbaugh was like, I need to get back in the game. I'm, I'm off my game. Oh, shit. He he dropped some new hot fire to get himself in fucking with <laughs> oh, black no, people. Oh, no, he didn't. Won't be playing it on the show. Oh, but so he got that new mixtape. I'm not even interested no more. I'm just taking note like, mm. so he decided to get in the game today. He was feeling left out. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants some. I feel like it's, there's definitely someone keeping score somewhere. It's like the Hunger Games or something. I don't know. <laughs> the end of the year is only going to be one white person left or something. It's like you fuck with the most black people. You won 2013 fucking with black people. Um, <laughs> but They slowly get eliminated. Yeah. Well, we talked about a bunch of stuff. We talked about life class and fathers needing to fucking raise their kids and no excuses being made doesn't mm-hmm. matter what your race is just yeah something you need to do yeah and i, and I think that plenty of people are gonna have a lot to say and plenty of people are gonna say they agree with us and plenty of people still gonna come with them excuses that i don't give a damn about yeah so it's gonna be an interesting saturday yes it will be um but you know today i was like you know i don't have a lot to talk about we can make it a more simpler easier show it's gonna be plenty of fun and and pretty you know pretty low-key right okay that's what i'm thinking Uh oh something happened no 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 nothing yet oh okay um, but uh yeah you can find this show of course the black guy with tips find it at theblackguywithtips.com see that was simple wasn't it dummy all you had to do was go one place the whole time but maybe you want to find us on itunes stitcher podomatic you can do that um you can also do stuff like donate to the show subscribe to our premium section mm-hmm. you can like uh different things on the site you can even do stuff like leave comments on the episodes on the site yes you can uh you can vote in the polls we have a poll for each podcast episode on the site you can leave comments for the premium shows i know a lot of people you know like some of the spinoff shows and stuff and we love when we get comments about them we'll read them on the feedback show too we will except for y'all that write those seven page posts about the nerd off stuff I can't be reading. No, we're, we're actually going to cover that during the nerd off. So yeah. if you want to hear those comments, you need to pay for it. Yeah, we will read it. But yeah, I, I won't, I won't read those for free because you are nerd intensive and it gets completely off topic. Yeah. And we need to, that to be over with there with the nerds when everybody talking nerd shit. Right. Right. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And today's podcast is brought to you by Shadow Doll Productions. You can go to their website, shadowdollproductions.com and find our page. We have a page of just audio plays that Karen and I have performed in, mm-hmm. uh, handcrafted, well made audio plays where they are very good. Karen curses me out. 
where fries you know i play a high surfer dude um that (laughs) freestyle raps about a tv show that dexter made up that i've never seen Mm -hmm. um directing shit mm-hmm yep uh directing shit well i get to curse at karen and everybody else on set as a director like yes uh go check those things out i think they started like 99, 99 cents so you can't get anything cheaper than 99 cents today in america with these prices in this economy i know um so we appreciate everybody that goes out there and supports us because it supports the show and it keeps them you know signing up to sponsor the show over and over again um as they continue to have more and more success uh and you know to y'all's credit as fans man we always get good feedback from dexter he's like uh your fans actually go and buy stuff and yeah it's the best area of promotion that we've ever had, had even yeah. compared to like radio and yeah stuff like that they still get more people from us that you know we'll follow them on twitter at shadow dog prod and mm-hmm. we'll go and, buy stuff yeah interact with him and dex has even said he was like we take time off and he's like even on the days we don't uh sponsor he was like they still buying shit thank you yeah so go check that out man um we got spinoff shows karen we and i got i got new trailers mm-hmm. new trailers for the new spinoff shows i'm sure people been wondering like well what what are you guys been talking about lately uh well about a lot <laughs> karen you had a interview for lip smacking good you talked with the host of uh the sport spilled milk podcast i almost said spoiled milk which uh <laughs> i don't think anyone would name their podcast that so i apologize spilled milk it was matthew amster burton yes he was a lot of funny his podcast is really good yeah and uh you know i i let's let's play the clip man let's see you, you got anything else to say about him before i hit play oh he's really really good go please go check out his uh, podcast uh two fish shout out two fish she said she went and checked it out and she like listened to, like 16 straight episodes they're like really short like like 15 to 20 minutes sometimes 10 minutes it's really good yeah he was a great guest here, here we go mm, lips smacking good hello everybody welcome to another episode of lip smacking good well, the motto of this show is if you ain't smacking your lips, it ain't good. I've been excited about getting this person on. His name is Matthew Burton. And we was joking, just joking. His name sounds like a delicious pale ale. I think it would be like a light crisp. You know, nothing dark. What do you think? I think I think that sounds terrific. And uh, if I start a microbrew, I will definitely name it after myself. And, uh, you know, the Northwest is like microbrew heaven, so I would not be able to compete. My beer would be terrible, but uh, the name would be good. Because you have not officially made it until you had a beer named after you. Exactly. So if they would just send me a check and a case of beer and I don't have to do anything, that sounds like a good job. Yeah, so I'm Matthew Amster Burton, and I'm a food writer in Seattle, and I'm author of a couple of books, and I co-host uh, the Spilled Milk podcast uh, with my friend and fellow food writer and author Molly Weisenberg. Your favorite food is Pad Thai, am I pronouncing that correctly? It is. It's the, the Thai noodle stir-fry. I've been eating it every week, sometimes more than once a week uh, in Seattle uh, for at least the last 15 years, and, and uh, I'm addicted. What, what Exactly what is Pad Thai? Because I'm from so, the South, and I'm going, I have no idea what that is. It is Iris, and she's nine. Oh, and she's sweet. You said her favorite food is pizza and ice cream. Pretty much. And uh, she since then, she has added, uh, um, she loves Chinese dumplings, potstickers. Yes. So that's, that's probably her, her other favorite these days. A girl after my own heart, pan-fried, steamed, 
I don't even care. She likes some pan fry. I do steam too, because you know when you get older, you have to be more concerned about cholesterol. That's one thing about being (laughs) older. But uh, I do. I I love pot stickers. Um, I started writing about food because uh, I was totally burning out on my job, which was uh, in uh, technology. I was uh, a computer guy in the late 90s when you could literally just, like, fall over and fall into a computer job. You know, it is one of those things where you kind of have to poke fun at it because we've been doing this for about three years now, and we love doing it, and we enjoy doing it. We've always talked about doing it. Uh, full time, and so now he can literally do it full time. So I understand your wife. I'm like, go baby, go. Whatever your dream, I'll support you as long as you don't end up in jail. I'm, I'm, I'm behind you 100. Um, percent Yeah, I hope I don't say anything on on this podcast or any other that lands me in jail. But that would be an ex- an exciting story if that happened. Me and my husband got this drink where we actually take a shot, a little shot glass of sake, and drop it in eggnog. Wow. And that, I, sounds, it, that sounds good, and it sounds dangerous. <laughs> a croissants, a croissants, oh, yes. or however you. I'm down south, so I pronounce it croissants. You know. Oh yeah, no, that's how I pronounce. Okay. It. We were we were joking about pronouncing it all French, um, but uh, joke. It's like croissants, you know. I was like, croissants. No, yeah, you know, you know, get good, and 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 that actually sounds like a hard piece of bread when you be like croissants. You're like, I don't know if I want that. That's not like that might break <laughs> no, a tooth for right. two. <laughs> so. A couple things about this trailer because I was listening to it when I was chopping up. Number one, Karen, you absolutely know what pad thai is because I ordered it two weeks before you did this show. Oh, we went to a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. So you have much out. You paying attention? He was like, "I'm from the south. I don't know what that is." I was like, "Well, you had some <laughs> the my, week before we did this show." My bad. I didn't know it was pad thai. I was like, Ooh, these noodles. Also, uh, I noticed you didn't tell him that it was called the Nagasaki bomb. So you're gonna mm-hmm. have him drinking the egg Nagasaki <laughs> with people. And they're going to be like, what's the name? What do you call this? And he's not even going to know this. The Nagasaki bomb. You're going to get this man beat up. You got to know oh my what God. kind of offensive drink you're drinking before you <laughs> start just telling people about that shit. So, um, you know, and it is getting, you know, about three, four months away from eggnog season. So that's oh, good. It is. I also had one more trailer to play. Um, this is a little bit shorter, but, uh, it's the real house husbands two episode two. I don't think I played this trailer on the show yet um so let me go ahead and play this for everybody that enjoys a uh, reality podcast and i think we're the first ever in this genre uh and this is what happens when you go premium man we break the mold there's never been a reality podcast before until today so um <laughs> you're not listening to the real house husbands husbands, husbands in, in the, the house, house. Man, fuck you man fuck you, man, fuck you. welcome to another episode a real house husbands we also had a charity function this week uh you know my charity the al green hot grits uh charity for men that are victims of domestic violence and we invited a couple of our friends on uh we had greg from uh the gna show there and we also had the homie leonard brothers i feel like sometimes karen's only side is a bad side if you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> but you know how it is i don't play that shit now, right then when Rob was talking about him play that shit, I seen this nigga get his ass whooped by Karen several times. I be trying not to say nothing, especially when we got company in town. So I'm trying to play it cool at this charity event when he's sitting there talking shit about Karen, but I know that he gets his ass whooped. Uh, yeah, um, I'm sure you brothers are aware of HGTV's show House Hunters. Mm-hmm. I do my own show called Purse Hunters. 
Okay. And I'd be all up in that purse, bro. Oh, you got to go in there. I, I was almost married. Um, we went out to Vegas and everything, and uh, she didn't show up. Greg is a fake-ass motherfucker. This motherfucker ain't never been married. He gonna try to pull that shit like he was on some, I'm almost engaged. If you ain't got no ring, then it ain't no real thing. That's what I believe as a real house husband. And we gotta talk to these fake motherfuckers at my charity event, acting like we cool. Whatever, nigga. Oh, that's good, man. I'm glad to hear, you know, it's sad that it didn't work out, man. But you know how it is. Women be tripping sometimes, man. How did it fall through? Make sure that she is at the job. Apply for a fucking job at her office. That's mm-hmm. what I say. That way you can keep eyes on this motherfucker right. at all times. Little brothers doesn't know shit about what he's talking about. It's obvious that he's just making it up trying to be down with us real house husbands because he's just a fake-ass house boyfriend. But when you a real house husband, you already know how to keep your woman in check. That's why I met up with Karen for drinks because we needed to talk about this shit because I've been going through her purse and I found some things that really disturbed me. Hey, boo, how you doing? I'm glad you meet me out for these drinks. Yeah, you called me out here. What you what you want? Um, I just want to talk to you. I, I was uh, cleaning up the house the other day, and uh, I accidentally logged into your Facebook page, and I saw that a couple of men have been sending you messages uh, talking about getting up and playing Fable with you on the Xbox. And what what, what does that got to do with you? Because on the Xbox, you know, first of all, everything got something to do with me up in here, first of all. that so Whoa, I, whoa, 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 slow. No, slow, I, no, no oh, fuck oh, oh, that. You know, slow, you know, slow, you roll, you know, I... I want to. I don't. I don't want to fight in public, you know, because we sitting here. I will know. lose my shit up you, in this Applebee. No, no com- Look, before we leave, I just wanted to say that domestic violence against men is a serious issue that a lot of people need to take into account, man. Um, make sure that you guys go to Al Green High Grits Charity for Domestic Violence on Men, and go ahead and support us and help people find the help that they need. Because this is a serious issue, and we should not have to back down to our women just because they come in trying to talk some shit. Am I right, fellas? Y'all know I'm right. Hey, 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 hey. I, 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 I thought you were finished recording by now. What you huh? Doing? What? I'm almost done. You're supposed, supposed to be cooking. I'm, but this has been another episode of The Real House Husbands. We will see y'all next week. Peace. So that was the trailer for <laughs> episode two of Real House Husbands. Um... So hopefully uh people in premium land are enjoying that. Mm-hmm. Um it's so hard to cut these trailers down. <laughs> I really be like, it's three minutes too long, it's two minutes, like how long is gonna be? Um I try to get most of the jokes in there, so it was pretty good. Um let's go ahead and talk about um uh, some random thoughts, Karen, because I had them today. Yes. Uh first thing I was thinking about, um I, I was, you know, sometimes I watch Sports Center in the middle of the day while everybody is at work and I'm working at home. Um, ESPN was doing an analysis of quarterbacks in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And they were breaking down Ben Roethlisberger. And they were saying, like, you know, he can improve in accuracy and he's one of the stables of the league and, you know, he needs to do these things and that thing. And mm-hmm. nobody brought up not attempting to rape women as an area of improvement. Mm-mm. That is clearly... An area that he needs to improve in in the off season. He is not really tried and tested and and true when it comes to not getting in sexual assault allegations I, in the off season. I know it's so. They didn't really talk about it. Period. Because I do think that affect your game, right? You know, because if they'd have been talking about Michael Vick, they'd have said, "Well, he needs to stop 
killed them right. dogs and he's improving you know dog yeah. stop killing dogs yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so I, yeah i was very like i was very like a little taken aback because that's a gaping hole in that dude's resume yeah it uh, is that everybody accused, glosses over yeah accused of three sexual assaults I feel like it's an area that, you know, you need to watch, uh, and it could affect his football career, especially coming off of Aaron Hernandez, who, I mean, Heron Hernandez. That's right. Uh, a person that, you know, is accused of murder. You know, yeah. I thought off the field stuff mattered more than ever now. You know what? Uh, does he play, is he a quarterback that Aaron Hernandez, Hernandez uh, do? Heron Hernandez oh, was a Heron tight end. Heron Hernandez. Yeah, he was a tight end. Oh, and see, that make a difference because you know what? You can throw that ball. As long as you can throw that ball, they don't care how you abuse pussies. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If he would have just been like beating up women, I'm sure Heron Hernandez would still be starting. Of course. Um, at what age do old people decide that the laws of the road are suggestions? That's what I want to know, dog. Like, oh, uh, when they when they get to the age where they just don't give a fuck. Like, we had lunch together today, and I was driving back from our spot, and there was a dude in the middle of the road. Like, like I'm not like like it was a two lane, you know, on each side road. He was driving down the middle, like down the dotted line, cause all that road was his. It's like he just said, "I'm ah! I'm old. I've been alive long enough." fuck it you know that's how i felt like it just felt like you said i think you know uh today's as good a day to die as any everything is in the rear view of my life anyway. <laughs> i know it's so you know i and i guess he's got it right i mean if if you think about it we're constantly reading every june about the young people that would have graduated from high school but they decided to drink seven Budweiser's and hop in the car and do 90 miles an hour oh, down a, a residential neighborhood. Swimming with, or some shit. Mm-hmm, yeah. With some curvy, you know, like a very curvy road. I guess it does make more sense. You get to like 80. Fuck it, man. YOLO. <laughs> put the, uh, put them big ass blue blocker shades on and hop and in. roll out. Hop I- in the middle of that Cadillac. Your car probably could take more beating anyway and just. Hell yes. Drive down the middle of Tavola like it's nothing. Yeah, I had a dude uh, do that to me one time. He was literally coming head on, but it just so happened he was so old and he was going so slow that he gave me time to respond and kind of get out, get out. Yeah, old life. people don't give a fuck, man. And it's, no. it's it's still, you know, other than video games. Now, obviously, I don't want them on my, It's still the only gripe that I have with President Obama. I know I hate to be a black. Another one of these people attacking <laughs> Obama. I hate to be one, but I was promised death panels. And... I saw today they were trying, they voted to move back the provisions of the, uh, healthcare act another year. So we got another year before we even have death panels kick in, man. They moved some of the main provisions back. Like companies don't have to insure everybody. Oh, every, uh, every person doesn't have to have insurance. Um, wow. Until like a, like an extra year from now. And I know deep down in there, nobody wants to talk about it. Death panels move back a year. So we still got to deal with these old motherfuckers on the road driving with blinking lights Ooh. on for seven miles and in the middle of the lane and turning from the, the fucking not turning lane. You know what I mean? Where it's like, ah! I'm going to make a U-turn because the car is supposed to be back that way. Um, and all I got, I just got so mad today when I saw that dude, man. Just old people don't give a fuck about these. It's like 
uh 35 miles an hour that's just a suggestion right i'm gonna do 20 <laughs> nobody well, tells me what to why? do why because i can why is everybody going 80 it's none of your i feel like cops pull over old people and they be like none of your business whippersnapper it's got to do with you <laughs> But they're in trouble. In some states, they actually have laws where there's like a maximum speed limit and a minimum speed limit. They get your ticket, you go too slow. I just want to be able to threaten an old person when uh, they cut me off in traffic because they took seven minutes to turn and then this and the road was clear. But then when I start coming, they just pull in front of me. I want to be able to be like, <laughs> I can't wait to see you on the death panel, you old motherfucker. I can't wait to say it. But I'm going to email the government your license plate tonight. <laughs> put you on that list quickly yeah, right i'm gonna be logan's run for all the old people <laughs> once the health care kicks in and i need it i need my death panels dog obama come on bro give me my death panels all i asked i don't even care about any of the, you can drone strike to yeah, the fucking wheels fall off bro i'm with you <laughs> okay i got the nsa could be on my podcast right now i don't care i'll interview the nsa if they want to do a live show completely fine what I really need is for these death panels with these old people, man. It's out of control, bro. It's out of control. <laughs> out of control. They getting more and more reckless. I mean, the middle of the road, what the fuck? Like, when do you go, I'm not picking a lane, you know? So he just drove smack down the middle of the road? Yes, he's like, this is my lane. The whole fucking road is oh, my lane. Oh, shit. Did he have everybody swerving then? I mean, People was just, you know, it was like a 20-foot perimeter around his car of just people like, I don't know what this old man is doing. <laughs> you know, like I would try to pass him, but what lane do you pass him in? He's in both. <laughs> yeah, he's in the middle. There's no passing lane, you know. And he, he was no passing. And lane. he was doing his damnedest to keep the the both lanes kind of full. It's like, well, I'm gonna pass him on the left. He's move over to the left a little bit. You're like, well, I'm gonna pass him on the right. Move over to the right. Like <laughs> he just did not want to get passed, man. I was like, we got to stop these people, You're man. Like, fuck it, ain't nobody passing me today. Yeah, like you got to get off the road, man. Get get these death panels, man. We wouldn't have this problem. Can you imagine how much faster you can get to work without with the death panels, man? Like if we had death panels, man, like there would be no more traffic. <laughs> 485 wouldn't even need the construction of that extra lane that's that uh, extra lane is just like the old people's uh margin of error lane you know <laughs> in case you can't pick a lane man you got three of them now that's uh, terrible man so yeah we gotta get these old people out of here um another thing i was thinking you know how some people are like uh dogs are racist mm-hmm. have you ever experienced a racist dog karen i don't think i've ever experienced a racist dog uh it felt like there's at least if the dog was racist i couldn't pick up on it mm-hmm. um i have experienced dogs where they're like you ain't my owner you don't feed me you know what's funny though because people be like well look rod listen you just don't like dogs and i say fuck you man you don't know me and they say no it's not the dogs are racist the owners are racist and then the dogs mimic the owners and i said okay I understand what you're trying to say, but if that's the case, how come there ain't no homophobic dogs? Hmm? No, ain't no homophobic Ain't no dogs walking around chasing people that, you know, walk with a, no, uh, walk no, with no. a, with a sachet or women that <laughs> wear flannel or ah! have buzz cuts. You never see those dogs anywhere. If they just pick up what the owners are against, you never find a, a, a dog, dog with chaps. Yeah, running out to musicals and shit, chasing men that wear like cut off jeans. You never Doing see plays. this shit. No. It doesn't make sense, dude. I, I guarantee and, and you. I, I do think they could tell the difference in like pigs, um, 
uh, pigment of skin which that's makes the dog mean. racist not the owner if the dog can go that's a black person what the fuck's that nigger doing in our house that's a racist dog dog that is not a <laughs> that is not <laughs> the owner though, you don't look like my owner at that point that dog has decided all black people are the enemy i remember i went down my man cross house you know i love crossing everything but we answered doing dogs everywhere dog like the fucking the the wolves from <laughs> tells a big from, ass dog yeah it's like a oh, dire God. wolf it's like a dire wolf from game of thrones and i was like um why are your dogs all up on me barking and shit and he was like oh you can't ring the doorbell and i said okay cool then i sat down later and the dog was still eyeing me and shit and, and growling i was like what the fuck is wrong with your dog? Your dogs are racist. He's like, my dog's not racist, man. I said, your dog is definitely racist. Where'd you get that dog from? He said, it used to be a police dog. I said, aha! <laughs> it's fucking racist. <laughs> it's obvious. You can dog, tell. Dog having civil rights flashbacks. Yeah, it's fucking obvious, dog. And, he was, uh, and then uh, later when I was talking about it, he's date this chick. And she was like, um, she loved dogs. She was like, uh, I saw you on Facebook talking about my dog is racist. My dog is not racist. And I was like, no, man. See, this is the kind of shit that makes me be on Michael Vick's side. You know, this is why I think Michael Vick was right. Dogs being racist to us since civil rights and slavery. And nobody ever brings it up. Right? Nobody ever says ever. dogs are on the wrong side of slavery. It's only just white people, the only people. If I was white, I'd be looking to spread the blame. I'd be like, it wasn't just us. It was the dogs. We, we love the dogs. And they was racist, too. And it just happened to, like. You know, sometimes it wouldn't even, we didn't even, weren't even down with slavery sometimes, but the dogs, man, what can you tell a dog, man? Look at them. It's all adorable and shit. <laughs> dogs know who feed them and dogs could be reverse racism. Like if, if the dog has like black owners and some white person come around, dog might grab like them. They just know you don't look like my owner. Yeah. And I, you know, and I know that dog, the other reason I know dogs are racist cause they never attack Asians. And that is a racial thing. Ah! Everybody loves Asians, man. Everybody gives Asians a pass, man, when it comes to this racism. It's, it's just, it's funny to pick on the Asian people, but you never want, you never see the Asian hate crimes, right? Nobody's like, oh, I'm gonna grab an Asian dude and drag him behind a truck. It's, it's all nice, polite racism with Asian people. And they laugh it off because they are superior to us in every way that matters when it comes to money and education and shit and family. They just like, eh, whatever, Americans. That's how you know dogs are racist. They never fuck with Asian people. Yeah, they're like, I'm sure they, of it. Yeah, they're like, we're just going to take your spot at, at um, MIT. Right. Yeah. And don't write me about your dog. Your dog is racist. And just accept it. And if it's not your dog, don't, I don't, don't, oh, all dogs aren't racist, Rod. Some dogs are good. Congratulations. I didn't see any dogs on the Underground Railroad. Okay. How many dogs, <laughs> how many dogs did Harriet Tubman own? Exactly. I don't believe y'all. Dogs are racist. And, uh, I know they're racist because none of them are homophobic and plenty of people in America are homophobic and I've never seen a gay hating dog in my life. So fuck y'all. All right. Last thing. <laughs> with these random thoughts. <laughs> Last thing with the random thoughts. Um, I was thinking about this, man. Um, you know how people have all this drama now on the internet and everything we do is almost documented. Like it's on Facebook, it's on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, people got Vine videos, YouTube channels, mm-hmm. podcasts, uh, internet radio shows. Like people are, everything is archived, you know? Mm-hmm. Someone hits you up, they go, Hey, have you heard my show? I haven't heard it. What do they go? Oh, well, you can hear the archive here. Here's a, here's, go to Stitcher, go to iTunes, go mm-hmm. wherever, right? Everything is documented. Mm-hmm. Your Facebook statuses, your, your, your Twitters, 
you don't own any of this shit your instagrams mm-hmm. no you don't own none of it once you sign that i agree shit yeah you sign every you sign all your rights away it's theirs if they want to put that shit in a fucking commercial Marshall, tomorrow you just have to deal with it and they don't have to pay you a damn dime right so it's funny that and i wonder when it's gonna happen but at some point i feel like kids are gonna start growing up and seeing all of their parents business on the internet of course like just search your parents and you're gonna see all the drama that they went through you know like uh if your parents got divorced you can go back to when they got divorced and be like oh mom was subtweeting dad Mm-hmm. you know what i mean 15 like, years ago 20 years ago mm-hmm. right right like i wonder when it's gonna i don't know because you know the internet is still fairly new it, it really is and sometimes i think people underestimate the power of it because our parents didn't grow up with the internet but we have and we have children now and those children are literally growing up with the generation like for us the gen- the internet kind of came in like came in as we were older but you're talking about like um layla she literally was born during the internet age right and so to her it's gonna be completely different and as you say if if your mama was hoeing you gonna know this if your daddy was pimping they they gonna know this because the young like i'm not talking about like um old people on the internet right now like old people haven't always had the internet so they actually still have a semblance of how to act where it's like you don't tell the world this thing you know yeah, and most old people look at you like internet what the fuck is the internet smartphone who the hell needs a smartphone yeah even if they know about the internet i'm saying what they use it for is like pretty much a purpose like you don't find a lot of old people ranting on twitter you don't find a lot oh, of older no. people oh no uh, you know like if, if somebody's had two or three kids they've been married they you know got a house and all this shit they, they're not on twitter uh because twitter came out two years ago but a lot of younger people are a lot of 30 somethings and and below are all up on the social media they don't ask not ask fm and you know like a lot of this stuff you can't even delete you know twitter stuff goes to the library of congress so like it's forever mm-hmm. the internet is forever mm-hmm. um and i i for one i'm not that scared of that because i don't know i, I kind of feel like everybody's gonna everybody's gonna be fucked up so it'll be fine like at one point we just gonna have a president that's like sent dick pics to somebody or something it's yeah. like <laughs> well well we'll pick the president that hasn't sent dick pics it's like well nobody wants to vote for that dude we've all done it you know but um i feel like what we're gonna see is at some point is a wave of kids being like 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 for example with love and hip-hop how mm-hmm. kirk frost and his wife are having a spat over her being pregnant and having this kid now i'm yep. sure it's just for the show and i'm sure they're making this shit up whatever right i'm sure just i hope it's just for the show i hope it's not real but like that kid will find that in 14 years 13 years it's fucking impossible for him not to like you can't google your daddy without seeing i told that bitch not to have that kid and she gonna do it anyway so i'm about to go and get turned up with these hoes over here on this strip youtube clips you get yeah clips you get in tumblr pages you get in instagram and then not only that people are assholes people that literally go and find shit about your parents and send that shit yeah it's gonna happen because people are fucking assholes you're gonna put your dad and people are like well why why my parents even be looking for this shit you're gonna put your parents name into google at least once 
I, mean, I Google myself. I don't be, yeah. yeah, what is out there about me? Google yourself. You'd be surprised at what you find out, people. You can't look at porn all the time. Sometimes you have to build a <laughs> ah! reservoir. You got to build a reservoir back up. You need some time to like re-get your stamina. So you might Google some random shit. That's how I learn. You know, I go, well, might as well get on wiki um until i can get back to uh you know watching these titties that's and that's how most people are gonna learn is how your kids are gonna learn and they're gonna be on the internet at a young age they're gonna be on social media mm-hmm. and i guarantee you that at some point people are just gonna be putting but like kids are gonna be putting like like how is superhead son gonna ever get on the internet you know what i mean like how he can't have no smart devices at all you know his friend's gonna tell like you know how do you not tell she better tell because if not people will tell him yeah you know know, and if not even the internet people just period without the internet would just boy you know your mama can suck a mean dick and the boy gonna look at them sideways exactly like and it's fun and those are like major examples but i'm saying like all this shit that you see um where it's like oh man uh my ex-wife is a bitch fuck that hoe like y'all yeah. kid gonna see that one day mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like fuck my husband yes something your kid gonna see that like i think at some point because you know how now we have reverse phone lookup right i was thinking about this shit right now we have reverse phone lookup for stuff like uh uh well someone called me from this number and i can find out who they are right mm-hmm. on and catfish pay, yeah, last and pay night a fee if you got to right yeah i think at some point you're gonna be able to pay a fee put in someone's government name and find all the social media accounts they've had or were suspected of having i don't think it's that far away no it's not it's not because i was listening to npr today Mm -hmm. and they said that verizon actually npr that's what niggas public radio (laughs) no i'm sorry not not this time okay uh and um they were saying that verizon actually put in a request that for your cable box they wanted your cable box to have a inf- uh, like, um, similar to a connect mm-hmm. to have like an infrared uh thing in it where it could pick up and re- and hear everything happened in the room hear your conversation oh yeah it, i heard about it that. could scan around the room and it could literally product place mm-hmm. so like if i happen to drink a pepsi the machine would go oh you're drinking a pepsi and you get, you know, something in the uh, mail about a Pepsi yeah. or some shit like that. And they got denied because they said two companies are, have already, you know, applied for the patent. So they denied them. Yeah, I heard about um, that. But my thing is this. Man, my dad sent that to me. Like, the NSA is watching. I was like, well, I better not talk about it on the show then. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> they probably don't want me in their business, Dad. Let's just pretend this never happened. I know. And my, my, my thing is this, uh, when it comes to that, and like I said, this is the oldness coming to me. Fuck no. No. Yeah. No. You, I just no. think, you know, like, whenever someone brings up that type of invasive technology, I think I had the same thought that uh, every man has um, when it's like, oh, we're going to make a mandatory connect or we're going to make your computer watch you your tv is gonna be able to do an image of you i just wonder like is it gonna catch me jacking off man like that's really what the real question is in everybody's <laughs> mind like if you just told me it could be like if it could just like detect hand motion and stop recording i would be fine with all this if it'd be like look there's a jack off mode you hit the jack off button on your <laughs> controller and, and, and you like stop yeah, yeah give you like 30 minutes to like handle your business and it doesn't like you know because i feel like if it's if it can just detect somebody like masturbating 
it's gonna be giving like product placement for like titties and stuff and i might have your house yeah i might have company over we watching the super bowl and it's gonna pop up and be like jenna jackson's titties with that that fucking (laughs) (laughs) jenna jackson's titty with that nipple ring in it remember that rod you jacked off to that remember that and everybody's gonna be like damn rod why is why is it playing this during super bowls i'm like i was jacking off to that titty man what can i tell you man it's (laughs) product placement is it's not fair it's not me I that's why i'm like no yeah i, I disagree all kind of issues and all kinds of problems and how do and how do i know i want you sending me shit exactly you never know what the the trigger will be you know it's like you uh jacked off to a lot of porn last week yeah and, so we're gonna advertise adamandeve.com for you yeah during this episode of the simpsons yeah, or, or either the, the same thing about, uh, people, you know, women has dildos and all that right. stuff. And all of a sudden, you know, hey, would you like that rabbit 2000? You're like, right. shit, why is this popping across the screen? It's gonna, it's gonna be like, repeat after me. <laughs> Say your father loved you. But he didn't love me. Say your father loved you. Anyway. He loved me. We're gonna go to commercial break. This is a Yala's life class. Let's go to commercial break right now. It's gonna be like butt plugs. You love butt plugs. Everybody <laughs> loves butt plugs. You've been using one all day. Like, is I don't want to live in this reality no. where like I don't need my ads mm-hmm. sent to my TV. Like I don't mind them doing that shit on like Gmail or anything. Like I don't Cause mind. That's kind of different because right. that you know that's you know you you go into this and they send it to you which is completely different than you sit on your couch right so i don't know i'm not a fan of this shit man mm-hmm. um let's talk about some articles and other things we are or are not fans of mcdonald's karen mm-hmm. or as black people say mcdonald's i'm loving it mm-hmm. jesus number one number two <laughs> Ah, that's my shit right there. Right. <laughs> I love that commercial. Give me ten percent. I mean, what? I know. Uh, McDonald's. Fry. <laughs> McDonald's tells workers to budget by getting a second job and turning off their heat. Sounds like a good idea to me. What do you guys think? McDonald's said this. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? This ain't no joke or nothing like that. McDonald's is partnered with Visa to launch a website to help its low wage workers. All which, in the budget. Which everybody that works at McDonald's is a low wage budget person, unless you like the CEO, CFO, or work in corporate. It's called the Practical Money Skills dot com, um, and then it's slash McDonald's slash Budget Journal slash Budget Journal dot php. But it doesn't matter because you probably don't have the internet because that's not the expense that they allow for. If you're making minimum wage at McDonald's, but they're gonna tell you how to ball on a budget, Karen. Ball. Mm-hmm. Are they serious? We can all be like well, well, Cory Booker. And what? And what is minimum wage now? Seven fifty, seven seventy five, maybe six something. Shit. Well, they, they make an average of eight dollars and twenty five cent right now. And after tax, that's six twenty five. Okay. Uh, eight dollars twenty five cents an hour. Uh, for the budget is uh what they're allotting. Uh, keep in mind that uh that probably goes up. They probably count the CEO in there. You know. Like the CEO makes seventeen billion, now you add that to your four fifty, and that brings it up to eight twenty five. See, you're not doing bad already. Let's go to this budget. <laughs> but while the site is clearly meant to illustrate McDonald's workers should be able to live on their meager wages, it actually underscores exactly how hard it is for a low paid fast food worker to get by. The site includes a sample 
budget journal for mcdonald's employees that offers a laughably inaccurate view of what it's like to budget on a minimum wage job this is very insulting to anybody that works at mcdonald's it's one of those things where that you we know we don't pay you get another job like you started off with get a second job didn't you one, one job, our job ain't enough. So they letting you know right now what we pay you ain't shit. Yeah, not only does the budget leave a spot open for second job, it also gives a wholly unreasonable estimates for the employee's cost. $20 a month for health care. $20 a month? Mm-hmm. What, what, what is that covering? Your left foot? Because that's all you're going to become with $20 a month. Uh, I think that will get you at least two packs of aspirin. So there you go. You just put it, and that's not even copay. Some people's copay is like twenty five, thirty dollars. But you got the aspirin though, Karen. See, you don't need a copay pay when you got aspirin. Like what? Like you give me an example of a symptom. A cold. A cold. Yes. Two aspirin. See, there you go. Save yourself. Oh, oh, copay. oh, oh! You on that Robitussin solves everything, life? I'm just saying, if look, twenty dollars a month get you a lot of aspirin. Uh, maybe you break a leg. Six oh, aspirin. Rub some tussin on it. Tussin, hey, t- tussin is a save all be all. And, and I, and I guess, I guess the way I'm looking at it is this. It's like, they had enough to tell you to get a second job. They had enough to tell you to turn off your heat. Mm-hmm. Are uh, you serious? Heating, the money in the budget for heating, zero. Also, basically freeze. Yeah, no, no air conditioning, no heating. Shit. Yeah. Uh, six hundred dollars a month for rent. Who, who where you live for six hundred dollars a month? Also, the budget does not include budget for money for food or clothing. Now, see that one makes sense to me, cause you can eat at McDonald's, and you can wear their McDonald's clothes everywhere. So they they give you a shirt and some pants. So I mean, what do you really need? Uh, you know, come on, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, everybody. Wow. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. Money for food and clothing, zero. Um, and wow. then looking at the sample budget, your income for your first job, which I'm assuming is McDonald's. What if McDonald's is your second job? <laughs> what if that's what Aww. they counted as? It's like, this should not be your first job. <laughs> you, you know, and that's what they're telling you. They're telling you, hey, we should be the second job. You better go get a real job and work us. And what they don't tell you is that for the average employee, a lot of times, unless you're a manager, you are not offered insurance because most of them will not let you work 40 hours a week. Yep. Um, so it tells you income from your first job, $1,105. Income from your second job, $955. Other income, zero. Monthly net income, $2,000.60. Savings, put $100 in savings because you want to, you know, got to save, guys. $100. Mm-hmm. Mortgage slash rent, $600. Car payment, $150. Get you a pretty nice ride back and forth to, uh, uh-huh. you, you get I'm surprised they didn't scratch that through and go bus fare 150. Yeah. That's what you're paying. Bus pass. Uh, car home insurance, a hundred dollars. Car Combined. home insurance. Oh, you ain't got Combined. no car home insurance. Combined. That, that, hundred dollars. That, that ought to go with your bus fare. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, 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 that should have said a monthly bus pass. Cause you know, you could buy the mm-hmm. bus pass and you can group it all together. Uh, health insurance, $20. Where's they getting these novels from? I'm assuming at the Brazilian uh, orphanage that they use to get kids in the sweatshop. Because none of these numbers are real. Everything they send is like twice as much and four or five times as much of these calculations. Heating is zero. Cable and phone is a hundred. 
Oh, oh, so we so we combine a cable and phone. Cable and phone oh, is a hundred. You oh. can still you might not have no AC, but you can still you know get some cable and you know watch some TV, check out your phone. Wow. Uh, electric is ninety and other is a hundred. So that's maybe where you can get some food. You can spend like fifty of the other on heating. You know, there you go. So your total monthly uh, expenses are $1,260. So your spending money is $800. Look at that, Karen. You can spend $800 on anything you want, including heating, food, um, internet at some point, I'm assuming. And your daily spending money goal would be $27. Now, keep in mind, the monthly spending money of $800 and the income from your second job is $955. So if you think about that, they're telling you, you must have a second job yeah. that brings in at least a thousand, $955 to achieve this goal. And, and, and the thing is this, certain parts of the country, it is fucking expensive to live because down here you can get a $30,000, $40,000 job and have a decent living. Mm-hmm. It's some places in the country, 30 to 40 and sometimes even $50,000 is considered at or below poverty level because it's so fucking expensive to live there. For an uninsured person to independently buy health care, $215 a month. That's what I'm talking about. Come on, dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, while some full-time McDonald's cut workers qualify for the company's $14 a week health plan, that offer caps coverage at $10,000 a year and is often insufficient. If that person wants to eat moderate, spending will run them $32 a week for themselves and 867 a month to feed a family of four. And if a fast, Oh, I wasn't even thinking about if you had to take care of a family on this yeah, shit. Kid, Cause they basically for one person, they not considered kids. I would hate for your kids to have to get school supplies, go on a field trip, need, need anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sample budget of course is also available in Spanish. So maybe it has it in pesos too. I don't know how I'm that assuming works. So, Last year, Bloomberg News found that it would take the average McDonald's employee one million hours of work to earn as much money as the company's CEO. Uh, the immense wage disparity in the fast food industry has sparked a series of protests and walkouts by low-wage workers working at fast food chains around the country in New York, Chicago, Washington, and Seattle, to name a few cities. Uh, so, yeah, that's just crazy, man, that people want to do that, man. And the thing is, I always say this because um, I don't want to just be completely ridiculously biased, but uh, yeah, you can raise people's minimum wage and people will have to just get used to paying, you know, $10 for a value meal because that's probably what it's worth. Like mm. once you put, once you pay people what they're worth, yeah, once you pay people what they're worth, you're probably going to have to either lower your profit margin by a lot or you're going to have to say um, everybody pays, you know, $8 for a chicken sandwich now. Either one is fine with me, actually. Like, I actually have no problem with that. I just think Americans are so petty and so childish that they will go, people do need, they can't live on $8 an hour. You're like, okay, cool, we're going to move everybody up to $16 an hour. I'm not paying fucking $10 for no chicken sandwich. Like, well, I mean, what do you want? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't you have can't it both, have both ways. ways. And and the thing also, and I'm going to tell you right now, you can't look somebody, and there's nothing wrong working at these places, but you can't look somebody in the eye that has spent thousands of dollars on a degree and go fucking get a job at McDonald's when they're looking for work. Right. Right. It's crazy, man. Um, 
another thing uh, that i was looking at which is you know people were talking about burning the flag and i said that i don't have any real attachment to the flag as far as a physical thing i don't want to see anybody get hurt over it i would never threaten a person over burning the flag it's your constitutional right Mm -hmm. and it's what the flag stands for is your freedom uh to do such sudden things search such things in our country and uh that is something that i you know i believe it Mm -hmm. Uh, and it made me think about this article because i was like this sounds like some shit that um you know, I wouldn't think what happened in America, and 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 that's and with even with the problems America has with authority and police and all that. A Brazilian rapper was shot dead on stage, and he may have been one of seven people killed by a death squad formed of police officers out to avenge anti-cop lyrics. Shit. Yeah. Can you imagine what our country would look like if Ice Cube and Ice T were both dead for making like cop killer songs and shit? If NWA got shot on stage for saying fuck the police and we all went, oh, that must be the underground killer cop squad that, uh, mm-hmm. that took them out. Yeah. A lot of people fail to realize, man, freedom of speech covers a lot of shit. Now, who do you think is investigating a death squad formed of police officers after avenge anti-cop lyrics, Karen? Nobody. The Brazilian police are investigating it. Why? They're the people that killed them, ain't they? I feel like. That That's a conflict of interest. Right. I feel like this might not get solved. You know, I feel, I feel That's like. That's why I said nobody. You go there and you clean up the evidence, you know, like you go there and you're like, uh, I found a shell casing. I better put that in my pocket and walk off. Bye. The on stage shooting of a rapper say. On stage? Mm-hmm. Brazilian police say they're investigating it. Um, he may have been the victim of a vigilante death squad that with links to the police that could also be responsible for the murder of six other MCs. And we thought the East Coast, West Coast beef was bad. Oh, so folks who go rapping about uh, the government and about police, they just go around and shoot them up? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if that was how it got down in America, man? It was like, yo, Lupe Fiasco got killed last night. What happened? Obama was tired of his shit, bro. Okay? <laughs> I mean, that's a little damn much. Yeah. People- I was at the concert. He kept saying Obama is a terrorist. Obama is a racist. And, uh, just a death squad of police came out, shot his ass up. And don't worry. They're going to get to the bottom of it. The death squad of police is investigating it too. So. Ah. I'm sure they'll find their man. Uh, Daniel Pellegrin, a 20 year old funk singer known as MC Deleste, was shot in the stomach in front of more than 4,000 fans while performing at a free concert in Capena, Sao Paulo on Saturday night. Video footage of the incident posted on the internet shows the rapper slumping to the ground midway through a rant about the police. I keep picturing the boondocks footage. I got shot. I got shot. Yeah. No, for real, I got shot, y'all. No, for real, I got shot, y'all. That was the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's just mimicking him. This is the And it s- took 15 hours before anybody really realized this nigga was shot. <laughs> this is the seventh death of an MC since 2010. It could have been eight but rapper Julio Caesar Ferreria, uh, 26, also known as MC Neguino Cassetta, miraculously survived when gunmen sprayed his car with bullets in June 2012, four lodged in his back, narrowly missing his vital organs. I wonder if he's like 50, wow. he like the, the 50 cent of Brazil. Uh, what if he talks like that too? Um, detectives investigating the murder of Deleste, who before his death was raking in 60,000 euros a month as a rapper 
are refusing to rule out the possibility that he was deliberately executed by a hitman connected to the police the vigilante gangs are widely referred to as brazil's el grupos de exterminio or militia and operate in and around sao paulo and rio de janeiro they are a group of assassins that are made up of ex-policemen and serving officers said marcelo resende angry folks an investigative journalist and presenter of record tv's primetime crime show they are mainly police can you just i can't even imagine like there being a show where this is just regular news you know what i mean like in america we're like uh is the crooked cop squad they struck again killing a man that's made up of several cops that are working right now some free we'll see you guys at the commercial break like that they're out here roaming free i wouldn't even want to talk about these dudes uh they are mainly military police officers who have either been expelled from the force or have left to go into crime because it's offers more lucrative return than their salaries they're supported by some insiders who continue to serve in the force these bad guys use their experience combined with their police powers to carry out their criminal activities wow uh, yep yep so just crazy man there's just a pictures of rappers just yeah people, shot and left for dead and like in front can, of their family yeah, and shit people can say what they want to say but one thing about america is that you do have uh and i think americans just in general take freedom of speech for granted mm-hmm. you can go fuck the police and the police ain't coming busting down your door because you said something about the about the president yeah you know you can say fuck the police and the police ain't gonna come and blow your brains out like a lot of people fail to realize freedom of speech cover a lot of shit even if it's shit you don't like they still have the right and the freedom to do it and there's nothing you can do freedom of speech gives rush limbaugh the right to say what he wants to say and to give people who don't like the hell what he's saying the right to say what they want to say in april last year three military police officers were arrested but later released over the murder of a rapper known as mc primo a 27 year old father of two who was shot dead on the doorstep in front of his family Shit. At the time, the military police launched an internal investigation, which is said to still be ongoing. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you're you ongoing forever, right? Still ongoing. That's gonna be open case. Yeah, I think they're also investigating who shot Tupac. A year earlier, <laughs> in April 2011, MC Duda Marape, 27, whose real name was Eduardo Antonio Lara was also gunned down. Forensic evidence taken from the scene revealed the bullets used in his murder came from a 40 millimeter pistol. Standard issue for Brazil's military police. Ooh. Man, I would not talk any shit about the... Uh, like, I feel like other rappers' lyrics have to change if you're in Brazil right now. Mm-hmm. It's like I was walking up to the officer like, what's up, man? How you doing? We cool. How we doing? We cool. Everybody repeat after me. I know. You know, <laughs> don't shoot. <laughs> yeah, them them lyrics is completely. Ch- mm, I ain't trying to get shot on on stage, dude. We got to change these lyrics. Everybody say, "Hug the police, hug the police." <laughs> I know it's so. <laughs> Walked up to a police mother hugger, and I high fived him. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I shook his hand and said, "Good day, sir." <laughs> he said, "Boy, do you know what I'm stopping you for?" I said, "Cause I'm young and I'm black and I hug real tight, please." <laughs> ah! I love you. And I'm non-violent. Yeah. And I think everything police are doing is right. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's really, this is a scary story. And I, I, I always wanted to make like a horror movie. I always had the, the, I always think like horror movies these days, people say they're scary. And then I watch them and I'm like, they're not scary at fucking all. 
and i'm tired of people even telling me to watch these movies because the reason they're not scary to me is because they're too far-fetched and they can't happen right yeah it's like oh a white man moves his family into a neighborhood the house comes alive and tries to kill him i don't believe you no it's too much but you know what i've always said is scary what the bathroom the toilet it's a scary place it's scary because everyone has to go there and if something bad happened there that would be the scariest place for something to happen in my opinion okay and one of my biggest like fears as far as things that would scare the shit out of me is things coming out of a toilet right yeah because they've been known for people to go in there and some shit was in the toilet that was not supposed to be there and it ain't shit right and you know <laughs> you know and it's one of those things a lot of times people don't look people don't you know like if there was like an electric eel that just lived in toilet holes instead of like the sea oh, uh, that would be enough to scare me for the rest of my life like i would always check twice i would like i would flush it yeah before i got I'd drop like a goldfish in the toilet first and see if <laughs> something it. eats it that's right i'm like oh not that one not that toilet that's got the eel in it um so an israeli man gave me the scare of my life when his penis was bitten by a snake as he went to the toilet to relieve himself how did this happen see because that's the thing also it's like i don't want any like i think women might be safe but as a dude he might see your penis and think oh it's another snake i have to fight for my territory you see what i'm saying next thing you know you got snake venom in your penis a man was rushed to the hospital after a snake bit his penis while he was relieving himself in the toilet. What, did he go in there and it was dark or some shit? I don't know. The man, 35, of northern Israel, was bitten on Friday after the snake suddenly appeared from inside the toilet. <gasps> it's in the toilet? It's in the toilet? Yes, it is. The man suffered minor injuries from the bite. Fortunately, the snake was not venomous. Oh, thank God. Ain't that the truth? You have to lose your penis. And then, you know, you have to do that old man joke and nobody's going to believe you. You're going to die. You're like, oh, I got bit on the penis. Can you suck it out? No. No, I'm serious, man. I got yeah, bit on the yeah, penis. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not joking. This I'm is starting this, to feel lightheaded. Yeah, and, uh, this, this is a real, real right here. I ain't, I ain't even playing. This, yeah. this is not 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 joke. Well, you're going to die, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm homophobic. You got bit by in the wrong house. Um, Homophobic dog is, I knew something was up with you because it started barking. Uh, the rescuers, <laughs> the rescue workers responded to the scene and took the man to Rambam Medical, <laughs> Medical Center. <laughs> that sound like that needs to be in the town of Bedrock. I know. Uh, in Haifa, or uh, Haifa, uh, where he received medical treatment. An examination revealed the snake was not poisonous. The man told emergency workers it happened after he went to the toilet to relieve himself and suddenly felt a strong burning sensation in his penis. Oh! One of the paramedics said the man told him he had seen he had seen the snake and it was very small, according to paramedics. Despite the location and the injury, the man managed to stay calm and even had a laugh with workers at his own expense. This is the first time I've seen a snake bike like this. The paramedic said. Luckily, all the tests seem fine and the man is feeling well. There will be undoubtedly be bite marks in the area in question. He said. The snake was not poisonous. The man is currently under observation pending additional test results. And as soon as we get the results, he will be able to go home. The man was lucky the snake was not venomous since there are many deadly species commonly found in Israel. Snakes are very territorial and will strike out to protect their space, be it a rocky crevice or a domestic toilet. It is snake season currently in the Middle East. Oh, shit. 
and our and among the most dangerous are black snake and De- desert cobra of course the black snake would be Shit, considered the most dangerous all snakes are uh scared of me venomous or non-venomous the horned desert viper and the palestinian viper which is the most common poison snake in israel and the soft scale viper or the false horned viper to prevent meeting a snake in the home in the home it is recommended to keep the house clear of rats and mice and other snake prey fix leaky taps snakes are drawn to water and uh try to minimize the plant and maximize grass in the garden area since plants provide the perfect cover for snakes fix windows on the house and window screens on cars to avoid all unwelcome surprises keep a cat is also a great way to scare off snakes since they are one of the biggest enemies oh my god that's so scary wow like you just imagine you go to the toilet and the fucking snake bites your dick man i know for a woman bites you on the ass no thank you the coochie right. no oh no nobody wants to go out like that i know um also speaking of scary and i i don't know how to even convey this to the audience um i i, I put this in the chat before the show started but um i'll just put it back in there for people uh I, and I guess it makes me a messed up human being. There's a guy named Joshua Hoffine. Mm-hmm. And he took pictures. He's a photographer. He took pictures of his daughters mm-hmm. in scary situations. Oh, And these girls are scared as shit. And he just. Oh, t- they really scared? Yes, yeah, his daughters, man. Oh. And he's taking these pictures. And I can't stop laughing. And each picture gets better. There's one with like a wolf coming down the stairs to eat a girl. Oh, she's scared of the shadow. Yeah, there's one with a big ass snake trying to eat a baby. The baby's crying like shit. <laughs> there's one with a baby that's sleeping. An adorable witch that has sni- spiders coming out of her mouth. That's different. A devil coming out of someone's bed and the baby's crying. Like oh. it's just so good, but it is absolutely fucked up, man. Like oh, the clown. A lot of kids scared of clowns. Yes. Oh goodness. I I don't even know what to say, man. But I found this to be uh hilarious. Uh, just Google Josh Hoffine. It's H O F F I N E S. Uh, well I N apostrophe S. Horror photographs, and um, uh, it's so good, man. I oh man, I was giggling like a fucking schoolgirl when I saw that shit. <laughs> um, did you know, Karen, that there's a Sesame Street uh puppet or Sesame Street is trying to challenge? uh and tackle the challenge of prison and that new online resource wow from abc's to do Ray me sesame street has covered it all now big bird elmo and the gang are addressing a new topic prison and that makes sense they cover aids in africa like mm-hmm. like like it's a lot of sesame street in other countries that we that they wouldn't dare do here but they talk about aids in africa um and i I don't know if they cover divorce or not, but uh yeah, prison would make sense. I'm, and plus, I bet you a lot of people in prison watch Sesame Street. I bet you they do. That's um, how a lot of them probably learn how to read. Uh Sesame Street's new Little Children Big Challenges program is a series of online toolkits for children and their parents dealing with adversity. Issues include not just prison, but also bullying, divorce, and relocation. The toolkit, the okay, toolkit, so do cover divorce in this. Mm-hmm. Okay. The toolkit contains videos, activities, and handouts offering advice, encouragement, and games f- when they visit mom and dad in jail. And one video, Alex a Muffet whose father is in prison. Damn, they got a Muffet whose father's in prison. Yeah, how how the hell they gonna cover it? They that shit got real. Do the Muffets like I said, same thing with AIDS. You know, they talk and talk to the Muffets about AIDS. Yeah, I hope it's not Alex the Brown Muffet. You know, I hope he's like. <laughs> green or something um, pink or orange that they do a lot of bright colors with the muffets yeah in faith is, is uh 
he is faced with a wave of questions from his puppet peers about the meaning of carceration you see how they still make it cute what is carceration <laughs> don't you mean my, your daddy in jail honey and then they have a human explain it because you know that's how they do like the muppets oh, are always cause. stupid my daddy say he carceration is like no yeah. incarceration is when your daddy ain't shit oh now incarceration is when a parent breaks a grown-up rule a law and has to go to jail that's what sophia says his next door neighbor who's obviously latina how else does she know about the prison system oh alice's story will not be part of percy (laughs) alice's story will not be part of the regular sesame street show jeanette betancourt vice president of outreach and uh educational practices the sesame street workshop says the video is meant to give children like alex support and comfort we're looking not at the cause of the incarceration of the parent but at the impact of the incarceration on the lives of children and their caregivers Mm-hmm. because it you does know? affect them it's gonna be like well cookie monster what is tall salad because my daddy's in prison and i know ah! you don't just eat cookies no more you eat salad so what kind of tall salad is he talking about you know it's gonna be good uh Bencourt says the <laughs> Um, he said he take his salt toss salad with jam or jelly, <laughs> but I thought it came with salad dressing. <laughs> Got them kids all damn confused. What is a shank, Sophia? Oh man, <laughs> we do have fun. Yes, and they said they have toilet wine. I never see any wine <laughs> in my toilet. <laughs> Mommy tells me not to drink it. <laughs> Uh, we're tackling this very difficult topic, but also acknowledging that this very invisible community, we've heard quite a bit from adults who experience this as children who never talk about it out of guilt or shame. So one in 28 American children have at least one parent in prison. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One out of every 28, man. So, uh, according to some states, it says if there are more kids who have parents in jail than who have a parent serving abroad, there's no reason to penalize a child who had no part in wrongdoing rather than make them feel stigmatized or isolated. It's better to have them, uh, the, to give them beneficial resources. So cool, man. That's what's up. I actually kind of like this idea to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. Cause uh, a lot of times I think people do stereotype and stigmatize people for, you know, uh, things they can't help. And when you're a child, there's nothing you can change about it. And if no one talks to you about it and no one normalizes it, then you do it go up with fucked up self-esteem and stuff mm-hmm. not that it makes it okay to be in prison and shit but nope. it, you know but at um, least help the child yeah in his own way and um comprehend what's going on uh matt sandusky matt sandusky karen that's not jerry sandusky matt sandusky what does that make you think of just the name matt sandusky pedophile which is why he's changing his name for himself and his family i don't blame him Matt's I would too. <laughs> um, you know, you know, a lot of people fail to realize, like, like when shit like this happen, uh, with all that, I would change my name because the second you give that name, people are come to gonna come to assumptions and presume things, mm-hmm. and you can't get a job. Your wife can't get no job. It wouldn't surprise me if they lost jobs over shit like this. Yeah. yeah, you go and you make your name the plainest shit it could ever be. Even if I was Matt blank, Matt plain shit, just just, just uh, some other than that. Even if I wasn't 
um related to jerry sandusky but my last name was sandusky i changed it too yeah I, I would too yeah yeah so i could be living in europe and they'd be like uh so rod sandusky i'm like mm-mm, no mm. change it yeah mm-mm. you ruined the name for everybody it's like being uh matt hitler at this point like no just change my shit bro i yep. don't want the problems yep i i i and i and i would be sure i would change anything associated with it because like you said he got his life continues to go on and mm-hmm. not only that it affects his kids mm-hmm. i mean because could you imagine this is like breaking news and, and people talking about it and shit like that and you know they're like oh that's your granddaddy that's your uncle and you, you know and shit like that that gotta be embarrassing not to mention he's the adopted son of jerry sandusky and if you remember when we were covering this uh last year during the oh. trial he was the one who came forward, but he couldn't press charges because I think he came forward too late and statute of limitations are already done. But he came forward and said, hey, I was molested also. And I was a uh, victim of sexual abuse from Jerry Sandusky also. Well, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check. So yeah. I can see exactly why he would be like, I don't want this name near me. Separate yourself. To have anything to do with me. Um, did you know that the bomb- bomber dude, um, uh, Dozkar Sarnov, Sarniev was is on the cover of Rolling Stone. No, why is he on the cover of Rolling Stone? Um, I don't know. I guess, like everything else on the cover of Rolling Stone, to sell copies of Rolling Stone. For some reason, people were so like outraged by this. It's like they trying to make him a rock star. I was like, this is what Rolling Stone wants. They just want look. Print media yeah. is dying. It is. Um, I would be more upset by this if he was on the first page of Bossip or the front page of World Star um but he's on rolling stone i understand the iconic you know ideas that we have attached to rolling stone but when's the last time you actually picked up a physical copy of rolling stone bought it or read it Mm -mm. they're clearly doing this to sell it's like the woman who had the breastfeeding like uh kid that it was six years old right like the kid was like had stubble on his beard and shit and it was like okay this guy Ah! This guy sucking your titty on, 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 in the, in the shopping, in the aisle for checkout at my grocery store. Come on now. Like, uh, you want, you, they just want you to pick up a copy to try and get your attention. I don't know. Like, I understand he's a terrorist, but I, I don't, I think it feels like a fake story. Like someone just planted this to make people go, shouldn't we be upset? And I was like, I'm, I'm not upset. Mm-hmm. So, I just want to know why he was on there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm, and he's also, he's hot. Okay. All my women in the audience. Hey, <laughs> hey, white boo. I know what y'all saying. Y'all into that terrorist <laughs> shit. Let's keep it real. He got that curly hair. Yeah, I watch Scandal too. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, all right, we have a bunch of Guess the Race articles. So it's time for people to get a little bit racist. Right, um, you got yeah. our music? Yeah, let me play the Guess the Race music. Now it's time for Guess the Race, the number one racist game played by racist people all around the world, where we read news articles and we ask you to guess the race. All right. I hope everybody in the chat room brought their racism hats. Yeah, we have no guests, so the chat room, you will be guessing today. Yes, all winners will receive the take-home prize of Guess the Race home game uh where you can be racist in the privacy of your own home while watching 11 o'clock news yes <laughs> all right um first things first um <laughs> a new jersey transit bus driver 
was caught masturbating on the job by a manhattan librarian who recorded him in the act oh stop he has been pulled from duty and charged with reckless endangerment lewdness and risking widespread injury (laughs) a pervy new jersey dress driver got so hot and bothered while approaching the london the lincoln tunnel that he turned to self-love for relief well you see that that tunnel they ain't got cameras on their buses i mean but you see that you know that sexy black tunnel you know and you just want to take your big black bus and just slam it in there over and over you know what i mean i'm like a tight fit <laughs> how can you how can you focus driving while you jacking off it can be done <laughs> George Simpson, <laughs> forty-one. Need to talk about. <laughs> no, I can't. I've never tried it. I, I, I've just never been that horny or lack of impulse control. Yeah. I'm sure that plenty of people have. It's just never been my thing because I can't picture myself finishing, and also I can't picture myself cleaning all that up. Yeah, so it's like, like you know, it's not worth it. Sticky drawers, sticky under. Who want to deal with that? Sticky pants. Yeah, I'm. I'm not driving back with like crust on my pants bro <laughs> crust on it. your hands yeah. george simpson 41 of newark started masturbating while pulling into a toll plaza just before 8 p.m june 24th transit official said but it's indecent but but this is the, his indecent but indecent busman's holiday didn't last long a grossed out rider shot a cell phone video in the driver of the driver in heat as he steered with one hand and at times with no hand. So he did it with passengers on the bus too? He didn't give a yeah. damn, did he? Mm-hmm. I also like that she uh recorded it, you know? Like it took a lot of balls to record uh, yeah, a, lot a lot of his of, balls. A lot of courage too, because you know, you be like my bus my bus driver jacking off, they tell you to beat it. But I am really su- was this in the United States? Of course, yes. Mm-hmm. Well New I'm su- I'm surprised. Um I know the bus is here in uh I th- I won't say the buses here actually record like they actually literally yeah. record the buses. Yeah. So I'm surprised that, that he ca- wasn't on camera already. Yeah. Yes. It was disturbing. Said the Manhattan librarian who filmed the hot to trot driver and has since sworn off the bus. Hot to trot. I was in shock and disbelief. Well, here's the thing, lady. Okay. Now I know you're a librarian and by nature, that means you're approved, but the chances of you being on two buses with a dude jacking off are really low if he's driving now just you're in new york so two buses with people jacking off i mean you're never gonna find two buses in a row without somebody jacking off somewhere but two with the driver by jacking off i'm gonna go i'm gonna yeah, call you, bullshit on your yeah, on your yeah, excuse just, yeah and uh now if you said in japan i would go okay because they were doing the gangbang but mm-hmm. you know in the united states nah yeah um simpson was completely exposed during his solo performance Oh, he took it all the way out. And apparently experienced tunnel vision as he chugged through the Lincoln. According to the (laughs) Rider video, when his one-man act finally climaxed, his hands were too full to notice he was caught on video. (gasps) Full of semen. Oh, so he went all the way to the end. Oh, yeah, Karen. I'm supposed to say he killed him and go blind or some shit. You're driving the bus to crash. Uh, he, He took his furry hands off the wheel. Um, Dick the, hands. the tape speaks for itself, says Patrick Metz, the lawyer for the passenger who taped Simpson's this questionable detour down his personal lover's lane. This would be an affront to any individual if this happened in front of them. Guess the race, guys. Let's go ahead. Oh, Simpson's been driving for 21 and a half years. Wait, that can't be right. That must be two and a half years. That's better. I was going to say 21 and a half. Ooh, they're, missing, they're missing a space. 
I said a long time. Yeah, twenty one divided by two years. Ha eleven point five years. No, nah, um but uh I mean ten point five years. Uh Simpson has been yanked from his uh New York route yanked. The agency said the bus operator in question was immediately removed from service without pay as a result of this disturbing and grossly irresponsible conduct. Guess the race. Let's see what they people think in the chat room. Uh he got that tunnel vision for her white. Star of Spike Lee's Get Off on the Bus. <laughs> that gotta be black. No white people in that movie. Homer's pervy brother. Oh. That's white, I guess. Yellow. I'm assuming why yellow? I know. Is that a race? <laughs> he was coming too loud. She told him to shh and got mad. She threw the book at him white. White, blacker than the tires on that bus. Oh. White, Nicole Brown. Uh, mayonnaise sandwich eating white. Blackity. Blackity. I don't, I don't, I didn't know I couldn't bust a nut on this bus, white. <laughs> Blacker than Alan Payne and CB4, ski oh. ski white, white. The correct answer is black. It was a black man. He was man. black, y'all. What was the clue to know he was black, Karen? I don't know about His you. last name is Simpson. Come oh. on. So easy. That could have been Homer Simpson for the yellow person, did. So easy, Karen. So easy. You overthink it. People overthink it all the time, and next thing you know, messing up uh i know a lot of single women that have a lot of cats okay mm-hmm. um convinced that a neighbor spoke to others about her having sex with a cat sex with a cat an oklahoma woman allegedly threatened a man with a knife and said do you want to die oklahoma city cops arrested christina michelle brown following her bizarre confrontation monday afternoon with 72 year old elma morrison the 23 year old brown was charged with assault and battery with a deadly weapon a felony and booked in the jail where she is being held in lieu of five thousand dollars bail according to oklahoma city police department report morrison told a cop that brown had been standing at the fence between that house and yelling come outside i know you're in there with a small pocket knife in hand brown then repeatedly asked do you want to die then when police questioned brown she explained she was upset with morrison because of what he did to me when a cop asked what he did to her she replied because everyone knows she then said i had sex with my cat and everyone knows white white people problems (laughs) a puzzled cop asked brown pictured above what role morrison had in the cat sex with the next pussy on pussy ain't it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people against same genital relationships ah and here at the blackout tips we support that man like so as long as it's two consenting pussies i don't care two consenting dicks ah! it doesn't matter to me doesn't matter i'm not that kind of uptight asshole guys okay a puzzle cop a puzzle cop asked brown picture above what role morrison had in the cat sex she replied that her next door neighbor had no connection to the act saying she was just mad because everyone knows well, you know, cats can't keep a secret, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, investigators reported that she had sex with the cat. He told his other cat friends. Right. But you know it, the whole crew knew. Mm-hmm. You know, they were sitting around the table sipping on catnip and, and telling all your business. Yep. Heathcliff was out there. Ah! <laughs> oh, there, there. I was talking. Riff raff. Um, 
she said uh she replied that the next door neighbor had no connection and this everyone knows investigators reported that brown said morrison does not know about what she did with the cat she is just mad at him and wants him to die in an interview morrison a retired salesman was incredulous when told of brown statements to police this is news to me morrison said adding that he had little interaction with brown who has lived next to him along with assorted family members cats and dogs for years morrison said brown sometimes appears glassy-eyed and hung out with a crowd that assembled near a local head shop so maybe she was having a bad trip or something but you know secretly what i believe this old motherfucker wouldn't stop gossiping about her having sex with that goddamn cat and it is his yeah. fault she was right i hate an old busybody old person he probably drives down the street in both lanes i'm on your side i'm on your side miss brown sometimes you just an old man needs to die because he can't keep the fucking mouth shut probably driving with one blinker on for 17 miles in a row where are my death panels obama uh so guess the race of christina michelle brown uh cat fucker mm-hmm. uh whiter than the milk the cat drinks only Aww. caucasians have sex with animals michelle pfeiffer white three names white white wizard white albino not too sweet brown sansa stark <laughs> And white, she was trying to make the dog, wait, hold on. She was trying to make the dog jealous by nailing the cat. Now, this is why Aww. cats and dogs have beef, man. Ah! <laughs> this is where it starts, you know? You, you're just minding your business. Next thing you know, somebody is fucking, you, you know, a cat. Uh, she poured milk and cheese on that catnip clit white. <laughs> Correct answer is white. It was a white lady, everybody. Yes. Um, let's see if we can get some more in here. Um, Ashley Taylor, Ashley Taylor Wright in Pensacola, Florida. Oh, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashley Taylor Wright, a Pensacola woman, has been arrested after authorities say they tried to arrest her for shoplifting that she threw a baby at a deputy as she tried to escape. <gasps> oh, Florida. Because it's not just a baby. It's an escape plan. Ha! <laughs> this shit throw a matter like trash. Yes. Unfortunately, it didn't work. The cop was a black man. He threw the baby on the ground and said, I don't care about babies. Uh, I'm not a good me. father. Right. I'm not a good father. Get out off me. I'm going to be on Oprah's Life class next week. <laughs> Okaloosa's County Sheriff's Office said Ashley Taylor Wright tried to smuggle about $260 worth of clothing from a dealer's dressing room. Well, that was a problem. She's too high scale. You don't start at Dillard's. Mm-hmm. What are you, stupid? You want to shop down. Go to TJ Maxx. You could have got away with this scot-free. Bit lots. It would be too busy profiling the black people. Damn the dollar. Mm-hmm. Deputies approached her car in the parking lot Monday night and asked her to get out. Authority said the 23-year-old told the deputy, you will have to shoot through the baby to get me. Oh, shit. The ba- to which the baby said, man, what the fuck? She then allegedly ran from the car ah! and threw the car seat with the baby inside at the deputy. The infant was not injured. Two other young children were also in the car and not important enough to be thrown by their mom. That's so sad. So guess the race of Pensacola, Florida woman, Ashley Taylor Wright, baby tosser. Uh, a booster, a booster with a baby, black. Might that be the sweet aroma of meth I smell? White. <laughs> Marshmallowy white. Marshmallowy. Winona Ryder and Dan Marino's illegitimate daughter, white. Aww. Just regular white with a question mark from Jump Off. White. white? 
right. They're like, the story doesn't, I don't know. I'm going, I'm just some black white. in there, some white in there. Sounds like the name of someone on the soap opera white. Couldn't throw the baby far enough because the tar is too sticky black. <laughs> 40 ounce bounce pog. Uh, that's that fat ass white girl. Ashley Taylor wrong white. I can't even is not a race. So I don't know what's going on with you, Jada. Correct answer is a white woman. It was a white woman. We were aficionado. Mm-hmm. That, that's what she finally came up with. Okay. She, I was going to say it sounded like she punked out for a second. Uh, cause a lot of times when it's your race, people don't want to guess. It's like, I can't even begin to guess. It's like, oh, you know what you want to say. <laughs> you, are, you are, oh, you know what you think yeah, it is. You do. A Mississippi tourist remains in critical condition after the disclosure of an affair during a family dinner late Sunday ended in a fight between father and son. It was like madman or some shit. Ah! Shortly after 10 p.m. Did Taylor- they bring out the bats and snap their fingers and sing along to the tunes? <laughs> you're not thinking about mad man you're thinking about like west side story oh i'm sorry they are white <laughs> they are those are pretty white shows shortly after 10 p.m taylor Dwayne harris 21 years old learned that his dad was having an affair and receiving text messages from his lover while the family was eating at dave and buster's restaurant on international drive what is it about video games in a fucking place that you eat that makes it prone to violence Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. All these places. Celebrate Station. Mm-hmm. Dave and Buster. A lot of times because they say alcohol. It's something about alcohol. Alcohol and games? Play. Yep. It's like, I'm going a, I'm to a hit you with a with a, one of these Ryu uppercuts. I know. I'm going to hit you with a foosball. Yes, that shit hurt. Upset. The son walked outside and his father, 52-year-old Leonard Harris, followed him into the parking lot where witnesses watched the fight begin and end with a single punch. Oh, shit. You better not come out here, the younger Harris. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You better not come out here, the younger Harris had yelled. The father followed, but apparently to be appeared to be walking away when the son swore, pushed his dad, and hit him once in the face. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> A witness later told deputies when the victim hit fell and hit the concrete, he could hear the victim's head hit the concrete three car lengths away. Shit. Moments later, a medic and his wife, a registered EMT, arriving for dinner, saw the man lying motionless in the parking lot and began performing CPR after he stopped breathing and lost his pulse. <gasps> he almost died. Shit. While the father was first taken to Dr. Phillips Hospital and later to Orlando. Oh, Did Florida. Say Orlando? Oh, Florida. They're they knocking him out of the days and busters. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? oh man neurological intensive care unit deputies arrested the son on the charge of aggravated battery with great bodily harm and domestic violence mary harris had a sister her husband followed their son outside to find out why he was so upset the report stated minutes later the son came back and asked that she go check on her husband taylor harris told mother the mother he felt cool he felt he left the table to cool off the sheriff deputy reported uh but his father got in his face and would not leave him alone so an argument ensued what could he be in his face about? Mm-hmm. Look, man, I'm just fucking this bitch. Why are you getting so uptight about this, my ah! son? I don't know if you've noticed. Your mom, not a nice bitch. Okay, I'm sorry to tell you. Ah! Now, remember, she's the one that wanted me to ground you. I was the one that said you should go get the ice cream. Now, you need to come back in here and have dinner with the family like a man. And then after that, I'm going to go pick up this hoe for this booty call. Now, calm down and stop swinging on me. 
uh guess the race of what the fuck is this dude's name um <laughs> dwayne taylor dwayne harris uh guy who knocked his father out i wonder if his mom told him to do it maybe good, mama good said question. knock you out you know dj and balrog from super street fighter 2 <laughs> that's black white a black dude ain't knocking his daddy out jump off leonard harris is one of the blackest names ever except for leroy jackson black jerry 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 white <laughs> i like that that's from uh howard t smith sure you can white <laughs> they may not know karate but they know karazer back karazer black <laughs> i like that one too white black black man ain't putting no hand on his daddy white Street Fighter Star Wars, they are the father and son combo with extra, extra cheese. Okay. Mr. Sandman Black, M. Bison White, the correct answer is white, white man. And the clues should have been very easy. Um, of course, the first clue that it was a white man is obvious. He knocked his father out. And that is pretty much the open and shut case. Okay, guys, if you knock your daddy out, there's no way that's a black man i'm sorry but uh we all know how marvin gay died that's how it goes if you t- put your hands on your father what uh one of y'all will lose consciousness and need the paramedics it won't be your daddy uh, uh, yeah we just say you know it won't be your daddy yeah i don't care how old you get uh at some point you just gotta go uh i'm good um let's see we got a couple more okay getting into the bonus racism points guys oh so in bonus round so yeah if you missed some races yeah you missed one or two so far, you can catch up time to get back in the game okay get get your racism cap on here we go We're going hard as Abbotsford rapist raymond Cur- wait raymond casey was led away to serve his jail sentence he muttered i'll see you in 22 years oh shit yeah, Google Calendar. This uh that was nineteen ninety three. Today the forty two year old sex offender is a free man once more. Surrey RCMP was issued a public warning about the high risk ex con whose recent move from to Surrey was has enraged Mayor Diane Watts. He's been let loose in our community to victimize one of our residents. It seems to me they know he's going to reoffend. Why on earth would you let him free? On July 21st, 1991, Casey entered Abbotsford Trethaway House Museum, where a 21-year-old summer student was working at knife point. He forced the woman to take off her clothes and then sexually assaulted her. Afterwards, Casey took the woman to her bank, made her withdraw her daily limit with her bank card, took her to a near field by the Canada-U.S. border, raped her again, and left her gagged and tied to a tree. Shit. Yep. I have no doubt. This is, Canada's too nice. I don't know how this motherfucker got out. I have no doubt that she was led to believe she was going to die. The woman's screams eventually brought two farm boys to a rescue. Casey was arrested two days after he robbed a woman walking in Average Park. The woman had her two-year-old son with her in a stroller. He puts a sharp object to her back and demanded her purse. When he tipped the, he then tipped the stroller and grabbed the purse and ran. <gasps> yep. Um. You don't give a damn about women or babies. The court was told that he was expelled from kindergarten at the age of seven. He had 20 sessions with the psychiatrist for fighting with other students in grade five. He was expelled for assaulting a teacher. I can't believe they keep all that stuff on record. I didn't, I didn't know you could do it. Maybe that's a Canadian thing. It is. Cause United States. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to get that. I'm comfortable in jail. He told a psychiatrist. I'm used to it. I know where I stand in here. 
Leggett uh sentenced Casey to two twelve year terms for two counts of sexual assault to be served concurrently. He also received ten years in jail for two counts of robbery and one count of forcible confinement. Oh, that came with the twenty two years. Mm-hmm. He was he was being led away and he said, I'll see you in twenty two years. I w- w- as a judge, like the second you hear that, I know you just want to go, Oh, really, motherfucker? 44 years you want to keep talking try- it's like when you get grounded and you t- and it just goes yes. to a reason place. it's like it's like well dad i should be allowed to go out tonight you didn't clean your room well i, I should well, you know what keep talking mistress a week but it just, well, two weeks like i bet judges want to be like oh you, what 20 44 years 66 just shut the fuck up and go on out the door according to the parole board in canada casey was released from prison at the end of march after completing his full sentence he did not receive statutory release Watts says she's fed up with the steady stream of police warnings about various unrehabilitated offenders. This is just the most recent one. If you have to issue a warning that this person is likely going to reoffend, isn't it common sense that they should not be out? The law has to change. Um, the may, yeah, like that is weird. I guess, I mean, how long can you hold somebody? But that, that is just weird that someone can be like, Oh, I'm, I'm gonna be back, motherfucker. You like, ain't that scary for a rape victim for him to look at you be like, bitch, I'm gonna wipe you again in 22 years. Yeah. Like, that should be like an extra crime or something. Yeah. And you, I, you know, and for the fact that he said that out loud, I'm surprised that's not a, con- like I said, because we contempt of court or something. Yes. Yeah, something. Like, they need a multiplier. I, I mean, what you would call it? Smack this lawyer on the ass and got some time in jail. So, of course, you ought to get time in jail for sensitive bullshit like 22, that. 22 months and 30 days. Like, I don't know. Something. Something. Um, 22 years and 30 days, I mean. But guess the race of this dude. Uh, what was his name? Raymond Casey. Um, what a, what a jerk. Pray for Clove and Shirley Kate Fear White. Impossible white man villain with them Zod eyes white. I will find him. Sicko crime white. That's scary. To catch a predator side so Bob quote equal coxoid. White black man ain't threatening no judge and getting out after 22 years. White in the big country reads Robert De Niro and Cape Fear. White sounds like it could be a movie. Surrey white. The correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. He is white. And he is a scary looking dude, man. Yes, he is. Anytime you do that, like I can't wait and I ain't scared and you, i love to go back to prison i'm like you ain't the one to fuck with yeah i'm like yes uh let you're you're right let's no send matter you there. what color your skin is you ain't the one send you there for as long as possible all right last guess the race guys i hope everybody last one keeping track of everything um to this point and that you guys are ready to go Brittany nicole harris left two kids in the car to attend a Lil Wayne concert. What? Mm-hmm. West Palm Beach, Florida. <laughs> oh, Florida. Not for Wheezy, baby. Wheezy. A South Florida woman is facing charges after authorities say she left two young children alone in the parking lot while she attended a Little Wayne concert. The Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office reports that employees at the Cruzan Amphitheater first spotted the children ages three and five <gasps> around 7 p.m. Sunday. An employee eventually questioned the children who said their mother had gone to the concert. The Palm Beach Post, Post reports the deputies caught up with the 25-year-old Brittany Nicole Harris at the, as she left the concert. She got to go, go to the whole concert. Ah, 
So she was there three, three and a half, four hours, however damn long that concert was. Authorities say, said Harris initially told deputies her cousin had brought the children, but later acknowledged she left them in the car. She was arrested and charged with two counts of child neglect. She was later released on $20,000 bail, where she got $2,000 from. I'll never know. Child welfare workers took the children. Thank goodness for them. Uh, guess the race of Brittany. What was it? Brittany Nicole Harris, uh, little Wayne enthusiast. Uh, milk of magnesia. Anyone white? Oh, them three names. White started from the trailer park. Still, <laughs> still there. White. Oh, um, did she at least leave the baby with an iPod playing some young money? Uh, white. Wa- the dang. Water trash. White. Lauren London Hope. Wayne knocks me up. Black. Moesha. Aww. Moesha. <laughs> That's Those, black. Those two black kids have no shot. Asphalt infant. <laughs> White women's love the wheezy. Wayne's burnt braids black. The correct answer is black. I know. And of course the clue was left her kids in the car. No, I'm just kidding. The clue was of course Lil Wayne. Cause uh, white women leave their kids in the car all the time on this show. And we cover it all the time. I really want to say the last time it happened, it was, uh, um on the show i actually you know i'm gonna read one more story one more guest race yeah i don't even yeah a suburban new york high school teacher was arraigned on what was supposed to be his wedding day can you imagine you've been waiting your whole life as a lady to get married it's your special day you've done all the planning you picked out everything police show up knock on your door first thing you're thinking girls the bachelor party was yesterday you know yeah why are we having stripper police show up to my house talking about is a noise disturbance where is your boom box officer ain't that the truth officer mcswang and swang like you know (laughs) officer mcswang that thing yeah like oh come on in and then he's like uh it's not a joke ma'am i'm looking for your uh you know soon to be husband your fiance and i'm sure she was like what the fuck what this is impossible his name was John Azubach. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, 31 year old, 31 years old of Port Chester, New York. He's a math teacher for Old Singing High School. He turned himself in Friday after being accused of raping a 16 year old female student at the school. Oh. He was charged with two to count, two counts of third degree rape. Well, I guess that witness is off. Making matters worse, his former fiance is on the prosecution's witness list. Now, you would have thought he would have married her just to keep her from testifying against him. But he wasn't. As wow. anybody, so she must be a teacher too then? I, I don't know. But she might have evidence of like his whereabouts. She might have evidence of. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. well, where was he Thursday night two months ago? ago? Okay. Well, he didn't come home, you know. But if you're the wife, you can go. I'm not test. I don't have to testify against my husband, you know, and. So it's kind of crazy that he didn't even go through with it just to, although that would have been a terrible honeymoon, right? Come on, dog. I do. And I also do have some pending charges against me for some stuff I did with some students. Oh, uh, do you, uh, do, do you think they'd be like, if anybody objects, wait a minute, the police here, we object. <laughs> right. We object on the count that this dude is our oh, rapist. Yes. Azabach turned himself in to police Friday. Um, he was released on fifty thousand dollars bond. But Azabach uh, asked if he understood was asked if he understood the restraining order uh, in place keeping him from his ex fiance. Reply: I do, Your Honor. 
uh azabach's wedding plans unravel so he can't even talk to her or see her because he might try to conspire oh like oh just tell him you're my alibi you know they're like nope azabach's wedding plans unraveled after the girl's parents contacted the town police telling authorities of two trysts between the teacher and a minor between march and july so her parents told on him hey guys everybody knows this has been married in-laws am i right they will tell ah. on your pedophile stuff every time. Yes, they will. What's he being charged with? What's he being charged with does not involve any forcible compulsion, Tony Castro, Azabach's lawyer, told media outlets Friday. It involves an alleged incident with a minor, someone who is just under 17 years old. I like how the lawyer is spinning it already to be like, hey, it's consensual 16-year-old sex, guys. Calm down. Is it really a big deal just because it's statutory and illegal? Uh, yeah, res- <laughs> fuck you, Lord. You're even taking that case. Yeah, just because, I mean, hey, just because my client is technically engaged and cheating with a girl who's almost 17, we're really going to make a big deal of this? Come on, guys. Just because he teaches at the school, she happens to be a student at. That could happen to any pedophile. Restraining orders were also issued to keep him away from the 16-year-old girl and two members of her family. Who, which, uh, according to Journal News, which quoted the reigning judges saying the prosecution order are in place because they are witnesses to events after the fact. The illicit encounters happened off of school grounds and were not during school hours. So some school dude is breathing a sigh of relief. I know, like, oh, thank God they ain't got to come in here. We won't get sued. According to a letter sent to, for, to parents from the Ossining Union Free School Superintendent Raymond Sanchez. Teaching in Ossining, uh, since 2008-2009 school year, according to the letter, Azabach has been administratively reassigned from his teaching position and barred from school grounds, pending the outcome of the legal process. Uh, statement went on to say that allegations such as this can violate the confidence that parents should rightfully have in teachers and school district, which we will not tolerate. Parents should always view their schools as safe and nurture place for learn, learning and support. Um, now guess the race of this guy. Also, isn't it funny how if it was a woman, everybody would be all like, Oh, what does she look like? Nobody's putting that shit in the chat right now. I guarantee that. Um, yeah, it, but yeah, this dude is, uh, sounds like a rapist piece of shit. And, um, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they caught him before he can get married and get an alibi. And I'm glad the people did the right thing that knew about it and snitched on him and shit. Um, let's see what the chat room says. Um, Took that girl in math class. Wife didn't even know it. White. Oh. Nasty white man. Boondocks voice. Parsnip eating white. John Aww. is a bitch and can't get a real woman white. Alexis Texas co-star. Uh, it happened in New York. Uh, math Asian. Uh, can you spell the last name? It's A Z A B A C H E. Mr. McFeely. Nigerians know them numbers. Ben Rapeless Burger. He uses Texas instrument. <laughs> That's not a race. He uses Texas. She was like, I came up with something clever close enough. <laughs> yep. He's like, he math teacher must be Asian. The pedo principal from Ferris Bueller white. Um, I'm going to say this dude's race is Filipino. Mm-hmm. So if you guys guessed uh, anything Asian, Asian, take that. That is your yeah, point. You got credit. All right. Before we end, we have to talk about it. The thing that endangers everybody. Sore ratchetness, okay, guys? Um, it's a very serious issue. No laughing matter. We'll laugh about rape. 
but we will not laugh about sword rations. The first minister has said that people who attacked police with ceremonial swords during trouble on the 12th should be sent to prison. He was speaking at a special sitting of the assembly called to discuss the fallout from the Ardoin parade ruling. In a moment, Jane Lockery reports on a fourth night of violence. But first, from Stormont, here's Mark Mallett. Can you believe it? Sword ratchetness is invading the home of the sword. Europe, well, you think they would have respect, Karen. You think they would have some fucking respect for the weapon. They're letting protesters have, quote-unquote, ceremonial swords. Well, have you ever had a ceremonial artery severed? It's no fun. Ah! Nothing ceremonial that about going. cut is real. Yeah, nothing ceremonial about getting impaled through your lung. I know it's so. The sectarian divisions of Anoles, Northern Ireland, have been played out on the streets since Friday. On the Lower Newtonards Road last night, UTV cameras caught missile-throwing youths at work in the short strand. They also captured loyalists involved in a standoff with police, attacking officers brought in to keep the peace. But while the blame game of who started the trouble continues, the parading issue was brought to Stormont today. As MLAs got ready for the second assembly recall since recess... You know what? I don't care about any of this. Protesters with swords, y'all. That's all you need to know from this headline. I don't care why they're doing it. There's no good reason. Oh, Ed, show late. There's no good reason. Don't justify this shit. Here's another one. That's right. More people with fucking with swords. Don't miss Star Furniture's anniversary sale. First of all, let's talk about Star Furniture's anniversary sale. Okay? <laughs> it's going down this weekend. It's going to be big. Make sure you get there from Morgantown. Blake man could spend the next five years of his life behind bars for attacking his wife with a sword earlier this year. 35-year-old Jamie Nethkin appeared in front of a judge in Mon County this morning. That's where he pleaded guilty to the attack that took place back in March. Nethkin swung a sword at his wife during a fight. You know, she suffered several cuts on her face and her neck. Oh. That's right. Don't miss Star. Don't miss and don't forget. The furniture sale, the star furniture guy. This weekend, be there. But yeah, that's how crazy it is out here, man. People are trying to kill their wives with swords, hitting them in the face, y'all, and only getting one to five years in jail. Now he's probably gonna tell the judge, "I'll be back in five years." That's the problem. This episode is brought to you by ShadowDollProductions.com. Make sure you check out ShadowDollProductions.com slash TBGWT so you can listen to all of our audio plays. We'll see you guys Saturday morning for our feedback time. Make sure you're leaving five-star reviews on iTunes. We promise to read them on the show. Make sure you guys are writing the emails and all that stuff, leaving us voicemails. You guys know what to do. Uh, we're glad to be back. Thank you for making our week back so great. Um, yes. Today's show was rather fucking silly, but, you know, I felt like we needed that. So, yes, and y'all got a lot of extra guests to race. A whole lot of extra guests to race, man. And uh, hopefully back next week, we can get the shows back down to under an hour and a half. All right. <laughs> All um, the shows been over this week. I know. We came back with a bang, didn't can we? Can tell we missed everybody and a I lot know. of shit happened? Uh, all right, man. We'll talk to you guys on Saturday morning. Peace. Oh, you don't also, love me? Also, Karen. Wait, I wasn't done. Oh, okay. Also, until then, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mwah.